Down I-95 the other night Somebody nearly cut me right off the road I decided it wasn't gonna do any good to get mad So I wrote a song about them instead And it goes like this Were ye born an asshole? Or did you work at it your whole life? Either way it worked out fine Cause you're an asshole tonight <laughs> Yes, you're an A-S-S-H-O-L-E And don't you try to blame it on me You deserve all the credit You're an asshole tonight I guess she told you a thing or two, right? When you see Glenn driving on the Palmetto, just crank this up in the background. Give a little honk. Give a little toot, those of you she listeners. I've not only got a store-wide sale, Remember, uh, but we've got new equipment in our tailor shop oh. that ensures yeah? good fit. Really? Whether you wear size 27 to 20, 74, every size in between, Don't forget tall talls and short shorts. Ten stores every under one roof. And we've got pure silk shirts really? up to 38 sleeves. Uh-huh. Dress shirts up to 38 sleeves. Oh. Of course, we carry size 14. Well, of course. Every size there is. A Berkey? And sport coats from size 27 to 74 and every size in between. Remember. Slacks and slacks and slacks. Ample parking. Not only do you save money, we're never undersold, I but know. it's the biggest selection under one roof anywhere. I said Suits that. Suits for $99.00. The 250 that sell up to five and six hundred dollars. The world's finest double and single breasted suits, yeah. including whites. whites. The finest selection 
Anywhere. Uh, Anywhere, too. Northwest 6th Avenue facing I-95. What? It's a fantastic store-wide sale. Where? At Austin Burke. It's never been equaled before. I know. We fit every man. This whole show is dumb. What you're about to hear is dumb. Totally and completely dumb. The people responsible for this criminally insane broadcast are no geniuses either. In fact, before I'd listen to this show, I'd rather hit myself over the head with a large hammer. Where is it? Here it is. You're You Okay, thank you, Jack. 22 past 11 at Winds. we got somebody at the Miami airport ready to fly out of here. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Okay. First, cu- first time caller from Tampa. Great. But uh, I, I work down here quite a bit. And yeah. One of my best friends down here got me interested in your show about a year ago, and it's the best thing going. You're the, the king of talk. No question about it, sir. <laughs> We've got uh, nothing in Tampa, as you well know. Well, you got Bob Lasseter. Well, I don't know about Bob Lasseter. Like you said. <laughs> But uh, I just want to let you know you're, you're doing a great job. And, uh, you know, I, when I left here a year ago, I was living up in the West Palm area. I told myself I'd never come back. But uh, after you become addicted to your show, you, you, you want to come back. Yeah, this show is the only thing that keeps any population in this town. There's just too many rude people down here, Neil. Yeah, you got it. So uh, come up to Tampa. We'd really appreciate some good entertainment up there. Okay, I'll see you at Burns Steakhouse. Got it. Okay. Here. Have a safe trip. Well, that's great, man. We're big in Tampa. Wait till we get that uh, non-directional signal if we're still on the AM when that happens. Uh, I shouldn't keep saying that because the people on the FM start getting real paranoid, nervous. No, not paranoid, because paranoid means with no justification. Okay, we have an open line in Dade, 624-9400. Let's go to Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Okay, how are you doing? Great. I want to vote for uh, Glenn. I like him. I'd like to see him become a permanent fixture. A permanent fixture. Well, as a matter of fact, we're nailing him to the chair right now, <laughs> and we're taking him out to tower number three during the lunch hour. You know, I had a I had a request. You know how people call up and they say, can I talk about this? You say no, and you hang up. Yeah. It, it strikes me so funny. I thought that's what he'll do to me this morning. No. Um, <laughs> Maybe I not. I was going to request that you not play that song anymore. Don't you know you just played it? Which one? The one you opened with yesterday morning. Oh, really? How come? Uh, oh, oh, I, I was just, uh, uh, you know, I've listened to, I'm, I haven't missed but two shows. You know, yeah. when you switched over today. I know, me too. I've only missed a couple. Yeah, I missed two. And all the rest, of, since you've been on the air, including your um, baseball um, narrations, I haven't missed any anything of yours. Mm-hmm. Even 33, when you were on it, you know. Boy, you really died in the world, yeah. The, uh, University of Miami baseball. However, yesterday morning I was I couldn't believe it when I heard that song. <laughs> but you know, today it didn't bother me as no. much. No, no, you just have to get used to it. N- no, but don't you? I don't know. It's so nothing you do shocks me. I think yesterday I was the first time I was a bit shocked. Well, this is not shock radio. I don't want to start spreading that rumor because all those. Um... No, you don't think it's a little much. No. Well, when I first heard it, I thought so, but it's not one of the forbidden words. Yeah, and not, that's not what only, happened to me. But not anyway, only maybe that, play it one or two more times. Well, not only that, but in colloquial usage, that just refers to a characterization but of a person that has nothing to do with a body part. I, I would never say that. You wouldn't? No way. Don't no, you know no. any people who fit into that category? I don't say naughty words. No, no, that wasn't the question. I don't want you to say it. But don't you know any people who you think of in that category? Yeah, but most of the people that... You know what I think what bothered me, Neil, 
is most of the people that use those words are not particularly people that I would want to uh, socialize with. Oh. I mean, this doesn't sound maybe I sound like a prude. Many of my friends think I am, but they, most of my friends don't use uh, um, naughty language. Well, at least not in your presence. That's right. They don't. I don't. You know, and it, I think it's something um, many people, if other people around them are doing it, they'll do it. But if you don't uh, hear someone ever use those kind of words or tell bad jokes or anything like that, they kind of respond in kind. Yeah. I don't, I don't lay the law down, and I don't demand that they don't. I don't say anything. Yeah. But I just don't. I don't care for it. But I never have heard anything on your program that has shocked me. That's no. why. Well, no, this is not shock radio. Yeah, well, in spite so of what Herman and McLean had to and, say. And in the news, uh, you hear they refer to you as a shock jock. I don't, believe, I don't understand what they're talking about. Well, those are people who don't realize they've been on the air here for over 11 years, not nine like that uh, young douchebag said yesterday on Stan's show. Yeah. I've been on the air here for over 11 years. I know. And I'm not doing anything all that different. I mean, the sh format of the show is a little different, and we got rid of the boring guests. But, uh, you know, it's just a matter of degree. And all of a sudden, it's be, you know, shock jock has become a very popular term, and the people love uh, cliches. Not, they love cliches. Shocked, it would be me. That's why I had to admit yeah. yesterday, I, I really, I thought, I can't believe he's playing this record. Well, <laughs> see, now today you got used to it, and tomorrow you'll like it. Uh, I liked it today. And by I Monday, you'll be singing it. I got cut off on I-95, and I, I really wish that I could have played that record for that person. Oh, see? <laughs> see, now we're getting a little of your aggressions right, let out. Right. That's good. You know, what we do and what we'd like to do sometimes are two different things. Right. But I really well, there's no question you, about and, that. And I think you're one of the few reasons that I remain here. Me too. Okay, listen, have a great weekend. How you? And Thank have, you very much. And have now. a great life. Marlon Bailey said that the jackets, those Miami Vice jackets, will be going out by Tuesday. Tapes are going out. New material next week for Glenda. And all kinds of exciting things going on. Boy, what a day this is, huh? It's turning into another one of those Banner Fridays. And uh, what we have done, and I, I don't know, Marlon always bites off more than he can chew, so to speak. And um, what we have done is we've added the record that she was just speaking about, the I-95 uh, Misfit. Well, I can't keep saying that word on the air. He can say it in the song. We've added that to the end of the uh, material that we've already been sending out. The other seven or eight songs, Be True to Your Shul and the Michael Jackson Glove and the other stuff that's on there. And uh, we're adding that on as like a little bonus today. This is part of our Friday sale. So if you, if you want to send us a blank cassette and a stamped self-addressed envelope, we'll turn them over to Marlon Bailey, part of the Ringling Brothers Barnum & Bailey Circus. And um, now isn't that incredible? A young woman wants to hear that record again. We just played it. You know, we're not going to start spreading those things all over town. And Mike Wolf wants to hear it again. And probably Glenda wants to hear it again. Now, the woman on, oh, she wants to tape it. Well, we'll do that a little bit. Okay, a little bit later. We don't want to, you know, run it into the ground. Lunchtime with the Moldies. He's talking again. Have you noticed that? Got a couple of positive calls this hour. And uh, you notice Kyle has no intention even thinking about opening that mic. But we do have this boom. No, let's not. Let's not get carried away. You'll have to wait a while. Okay, 29 past 11 at Winds. I'm Neil Rogers. We warm up the chair for Stan Major every day. Uh, we used to warm it up for Daffy, but then she used to bring in convicts to try to sit in it, and we figured that got a little disgusting right on the ear. So uh, now we warm it up for Stan, and he comes in here and cools it off with those wonderful uh, radio celebrities, the greats, the near greats, the has-beens, and the never-wases. And yesterday you had a couple from the latter category, Herman and McQueen's. 
And, uh, you know, the inter- you remember the guy called yesterday and he wanted, you know, are you uh, strong enough to take a shot? You know, this guy doesn't even know what he's talking about, about us sending somebody over to Waxy to apologize to Rick. He didn't even hear it. He didn't know what he was talking about. He read a couple of lines in the Herald, which, of course, instantly gives anybody misinformation. And uh, then he said that I owed an apology to Herman and McBean. And when I asked why, well, uh, Herman and McQueen and all that stuff, first of all, I think he was obviously one of their perfect listeners because he has no sense of humor, like them. So he fit their show perfectly. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Yes, uh, Neil, this is probably going to be one of those esoteric calls that seem to go nowhere, and I'll try well, to put them, uh, m- most of our calls are esoteric and go nowhere. Yeah, well, I'll try to put them away. By the way, it's a monsoon here in Fort Lauderdale, and i got my convertible outside with the top down, and I'm going to be wet when I leave. I found you during the day because I was waiting for electric lunch to come on, you know, and I'm... I like the new Neil Rogers. I used to listen to you at night uh, when we used to talk about Miami Beach and all that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's passe now. This is now the hip contemporary 1980s Neil Rogers, and, uh, hey, I, I like it. Uh, yeah. Like, like the beach is hip and contemporary. Uh, yeah, but uh, I started thinking of some uh, radio <laughs> like personalities, over. and you ne- definitely are on the top ten now of all-time radio personalities. No question. I'm right up there with Ricky Ticky. Right, well, no. And anybody that has the nerve to... Sort of like relate to me as a relative, like your uncle Ricky or your cousin Brucey. Now nah, those guys are out. I, don't, I have no relatives. In yeah, well, let's not mention cousin Brucey on this show, please. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, number nine, I like Ira Fistel because he had a confusing type of, uh, I don't know, benevolent way of uh, having talk. Soupy's definitely up there. Soupy because he's because he's Soupy, right? He's definitely on the top. Well, I'm telling you, you're really lumping me into a mung pile. I'll tell you that. Yes, it's like it's like a monsoon out here. Uh, Zachary. <laughs> he never, he never came out of character. I mean, you, you, you familiar with Zachary? Oh, radio personality from New York, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce Williams. You got to have him up there. Oh yeah, Bruce is the best. What, what's doing? What's doing? Yes. Uh, he wants each and every one. He makes us feel like we're part of the show. Uh, Casey Kasem, because somebody has to do that type of stuff. You know, uh, give little tidbits about information. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! Where I went yesterday was Island. And did I say iLab? iLab? They're freaking out. I went to iLand. Did I misspeak? You better write it on the log again. It was iLand. Cross out the first one, Kyle. iLand. It's on the corner of University and Sunrise. And they were listening to Waxy, by the way, while I was getting my exam. So that was the one thing against them. But it was iLand. And I'm really sorry if I... I didn't say iLab, did I? iLab's good, too, you know. So I guess... But did I really say that? iLab, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Well, I don't know if I'm sorry or not. Maybe iLab's okay, but iLand was great to me. I mean, within, like, a uh, matter of moments, they had these done, and I can see, and they were real nice in there. They didn't know who you were. Huh? They didn't recognize you. No, I think they did. Uh, well, they must have. How else would they be listening today? They took my picture and everything for their for their crap book, and it was great. Okay. Uh, Howard Stern would be up there because he's uh, just hip and contemporary. Yeah, Howard Stern, Ira Fistel, all those, Bruce Williams. What's doing? What's doing on a Tuesday? <laughs> But, you know, I like Bruce. You know, Bruce uh, will answer a question very intellectually, and then all of a sudden he'll lapse into that Brooklynese of his. You know, I don't understand that. I've never been able to figure that out. What are you doing? <laughs> but you know who should be up there that just doesn't get a chance? Give this man a chance. Ernie Soshin, you know. Like, oh, yeah. Ernie's up there. I mean, you know, he whines. He's in whines. Tel Aviv today. And, of course, the number one, I think, is that Dr. Demento. Yeah, he's the best. He's my favorite. All right, that's about all. I guess the call didn't go nowhere. I guess I was right. No, you were right. It was esoteric, and it didn't go anywhere, and we like that. That's perfect for our show. Okay, be it. Hasta luego. Okay, adios, arrivederci. <laughs> Island, and I said iLab. Now, my intentions were great. I wanted to give him a nice plug, 
Not, not they'd give me no discount, they'd give me no special favors, they did a great job, and I just figured I'd mention it, that's all. In spite of what our stuck-in-the-mud program director thinks, there's nothing wrong. There's not, not getting any payoffs, I don't get anything for free, and no, the only thing we get for free is once in a while, one of our groupies brings food in here the other day, right? Like yesterday, Rich, uh, what's his name, Rich brought in all that pizza from Godfather's, and it was great, okay? And I'm sure he paid for it, and he brought it up here, and Godfather's is sensational. I get nothing free there. In fact, there isn't one anywhere near where I live, but it was really good. And the fact that some of the Godfathers have gone out of business is a monument to the bad taste of the people in this town. Seriously. I mean, that taco pizza they make is so good, it's enough to uh, grow hair on your chest. Even if you're only about 10. Even if you're a young lady, it'll make hair grow on your chest. It was good. Trust me. And you wouldn't eat any. You don't know what you're missing, but that's good because in my house we were very happy that Kyle didn't need any because that left a lot for us later in the day. And uh, Stan Major, who's always so big into the Mexican food, I don't understand you, Stanley. He wouldn't touch it. Okay, here comes another one of those poignant questions from Kyle's wicked pen. Do you want to mention anyone else? Well, not right now. Not right now. Just leave the log alone for a little while. We actually got some business today and, uh, you know, I land. Well, I did say it was at the corner of University and Sunrise, didn't I? How can I be any more specific than that? They were great, and I'm sorry, Cheryl, I'm sorry, okay? Okay, I'll break the glasses now, right on the air, and I'll come and get some new ones, okay, if that'll make... No, they're really great. You know what freaked me out? Is that usually when you go in and get new glasses, and they put them on, and then they have to start adjusting and twisting. Nothing. The guy just slipped them on my face, and they were perfect. And I could see, which was a miracle. The guy was pretty ugly, but no, I could see... And they fit fine, and they don't weigh 80 pounds, and they're comfortable. And they don't have those big, ugly lenses like the ones I had before, or those disgusting, uh, goofy ones like Glenn wears. But, uh, no, they feel great. And I can see something. So when they come and bomb my house on Tuesday, I'll be able to see very clearly who it is. And I'll write your initials right in my carpeting, okay? So look out. Now, that was the uh, Herman and McBean fan club. There's no question about that. 65. See, they gave it away with the number. 65. Or is that the average demographic that we used to have on the AM? One or the other. Okay, it's 11.36 at WINZ. We have all kinds of things going on here today. We're not sure exactly what. Pope's going to be stopping in a little later for another uh, linguistics lesson. And we'll come back right after this. Start your weekend off right. Join Laurie Shepard, Jim Loney, and me, Tom Gallagher, for all the latest news, sports, and weather information you'll need Saturday mornings, 5 till 10, right here on WINZ. <laughs> Okay, he still can't get over the fact, Glenn, that he lost that Saturday morning show. But, uh, hey, listen, those news people, they want a little bit of their time back, and I don't blame them. They deserve to have it. 22 before noon at WINZ, and, of course, the Supreme Court today said, no, you cannot teach that little green gremlins are the ones who created the world. Isn't that amazing? There's still hope for us. A 7-2 to vote against so-called creation science by the Supreme Court. I wonder who the two were. Now, we know that Supreme Court... Chief Justice Rehnquist must have been one of the two, right? And who would have been the other one? Maybe Sandra Day O'Connor. She's trying to make uh, eyes at Ronnie or something at this point. She's trying to make up for all the failures in the past. Or, oh yeah, Justice Powell's with those booming Powell's of his. Yeah, that could have been a one. Or it could have been Wizard White. Don't forget about him. Good old Wizard White who never met a football he didn't like. Too many years without a helmet, Wizard. Wait till, I'll tell you what's going to be exciting. When we have Jack Kemp and uh, Ed Meese and Gerald Ford sitting on the Supreme Court, that's when you know it's really going to be good. Get all the ex-jocks sitting on the Supreme Court. Joe Namath, 
You see him on the Today Show this morning. He's becoming an intellectual in middle age now. He's really, he's really great. Okay, let's go to Hollywood. Hello? Hollywood? Oh, I can't believe that. Isn't that embarrassing? Boy, they... Well, that opens up a line somewhere on the board now in Broward. And, of course, uh, if that line doesn't fill up rapidly, you know what that means, don't you? You know what that means. He's sitting right here in the chair, just waiting. Oh, it flashed quick. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I'm going to vote on this Glen Hill thing now. Okay. If it wasn't for Edgar Burton, Charlie McCarthy would just be sitting on the wood pile yet. Ooh. And I don't think he belongs on your show. Yeah. Well, that's certainly something to think about. That's right. Okay. Thank you, sir. I think you may have been the deciding vote. <laughs> Justice William Brennan said in writing the court's opinion that the law violated the First Amendment by endorsing a particular religion. Now, that was the majority opinion. Now, see, you got this backwards, Jeff. Justice Brennan wrote the uh, majority opinion. But Justice Re Rehnquist, Chief Justice Rehnquist, joined the dissent. So we still have to find out who the other one was, who was one of the two, who said, hey, it's okay to teach about, uh, you know, fairy tales in school. Scalia? Good old Antonin Scalia, that Reagan appointee. Isn't that wonderful? Well, that figures. Next thing, he and Mike Thompson will be voting with uh, Paul Cameron on the Supreme Court. We understand that Ronald Reagan, before he leaves office, if uh, Thurgood Marshall or one of the others doesn't hang on, he might want to appoint Paul Cameron on the Supreme Court. That ought to be really good. Or Mike Thompson. Or maybe Anita Bryant. North Miami Beach, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, I have some good news for you. I can't wait. Okay, Dr. Cronkite at the Rachmanis Institute <laughs> has found a cure for Tweety Bird, and they are just waiting for FDA approval. And that should come within the next 24 hours. Oh, boy. Don't let Glenn leave. Rush it over here. Okay. On the serious side, let me ask you something, your opinion. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate Jackie Mason's talent? Minus, um, I don't, I don't like Jackie Mason. You really don't? He's funny the first time. I agree. But after that, boy, he, he does the same shtick over and over. He's been doing it for 30 years. When I was a little kid in 1956, we came to the Versailles Hotel. We were staying at the Atlantic Towers. I came with my parents. I was 14 years old, and we saw Jackie Mason at the Versailles. Okay, and he was funny then, but he, here it's 31 years later. He's still doing the same shtick. Yeah, it's amazing how what a big hit he became on Broadway. Unbelievable. I, I know. Well, it goes to show you. I mean, look at Oprah. She's making $8 million a year, and she can't get her legs untied. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Okay, you're doing a fantastic job. Love you. Have a long life. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Okay. Caffè con latte. Io andai con Giovanni. Egli lo ha scritto con una matita. Warming up for the Pope's Einkäufe. visit. Einkäufe. Wie viel kostet es? Zehn Mark. Haben Sie nichts anderes? Von derselben Sorte? Isn't that interesting how the uh, Pope's sidekick there kind of switches from Italian into whatever that second language is with great uh, great authority. Isn't that something? Pretty interesting. Very facile. Uh, let's go to North Miami. Hello. Yeah, you got to keep over the hill. Over the hill? Yeah. Don't well, that could be worse. It could be under the hill, sir. Don't let him get away. My original call was to give you Scalia. Isn't that something? <laughs> 
Well, he never met a fascist he didn't like. He never met a fairy tale he didn't like. But it's more amazing that there weren't at least a couple of those others that didn't throw in a boat. Too. Well, listen, you know, the embarrassment factor is so great that uh, even they can't handle that. Yeah, out in the open now, I suppose. Okay. Okay, Neil. Arrivederci. Yes. 16 till noon at WINZ. Neil Rogers here with our uh, silent sidekick today. It's been silenced. We have that gag order. In fact, uh, Sandy had that gag order yesterday. Do we still have that picture around? Don't bring it out. I can't. Uh, I went to pieces. If we could have only shown that to the audience, they would have had a nervous breakdown. Although today is Friday. So if we could get, bring that uh, gigantic perch back in here or whatever that was. It was unbelievable, folks. Miami, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. I just talked to you a little while ago. My boyfriend called me and told me that Neil Rogers is not an asshole. I got you to play that song, so I had to vote for him. Wait a minute. You didn't, you didn't call me that in the first place. You said Glenn Hill was. Oh, excuse me, Glenn Hill. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you guys are so confused. Yeah. So, in other words, you want to retract that? No, 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 no. My vote stands. Oh, your vote stands. And I'm voting for him. Wait, you're voting for what? For my boyfriend. He called and told me Glenn Hill wasn't an asshole. Oh, okay. So, is that two votes? Uh, yeah, one oh. good and one bad. Okay. Okay, I have a little message because she's a new listener. Once a king, always a king, but once a night's enough. That's the, uh, we only take one call per show, okay? So don't uh, get right away. We're delighted to hear from you. You sound like a real, you never stole a freight train, as they say on a Rantel show. But, uh, okay, where do we go? We have an open line in Dave. We want to see those lines fill up very quickly, or you know what the consequences are, right? That's the new name of our show, Truth or Consequences. Speak up, or you know what the uh, penalty is. I am here. Miami here, okay? This is uh, Carol City here. I want to make a vote for Glenn. Over and out, yes. 95 song. Can you hear me? I want to make a vote for Glenn on the I-95 song, and I need to know who did that uh, record because I'm a bartender and I need it on my jukebox. Yeah, I think that would go over big in the bars. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, I'm a little country, you know? Yeah. My accent. But anyway, I need to know who does it. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't, we're, we're the, oh, we gave it to Marlin. Well, I'll let you know on Monday. The money? Uh, can, I, can, I can order it, though, right? Oh, yeah. It's on record. It's right. published. Mm-hmm. Great. I'll get a hold of it then. Okay. This, okay, bottom... Uh, this is great. I like the song. I mean, that's the only reason I give him a vote for Glenn, okay? Okay. It'll make you feel good, too. Thank you. You got it. Bottoms up. Love you. 14 before noon at WINC. Boy, the audience is mellowing out here. In the first hour, we heard from some of the leftover malcontents from yesterday's Herman and McBean appearance on the Stan Major show. Do you notice Stan was trolling at the end of the show? I just heard the last five minutes. I heard him in kind of like bits and pieces yesterday, but I did hear the last five minutes, and Stan was trolling for a date on the air. Now, I get accused of that by some of the uh, homophobic lunatics in the audience, and I have never made a date on the air. I've never met anybody. Uh through this program, nor do I intend to. However, school is out today. If there's anybody of the legal age... Now, come on, now, let's get serious, okay? School is finally out, though, right? We've been, this is like Father's Day. We've been pr- predicting it for three weeks. It's finally coming up this Sunday. And the problem in this town is everybody is so stupid, they don't even know when school is out. But I have a feeling the, uh, in the paper this morning it said school is out or some, some dumb thing like that. I have a question, by the way. Can anybody answer this question? You know, these speed zones, like we have one on the corner here, okay? All right. Now, when, first of all, how are you supposed to know when school is out? Now, you do know on certain holidays, like, you know, Tishabov, that school is out, Sukkot. But, uh, but 
you know, how do you know for sure if school is out? They're still locked away at that school on the corner. They're still in school, so you better be careful in that speed zone. And I notice some of our WINS employees come barreling down that street, about 80, through that 15-mile-an-hour school zone. And, uh, yeah, some of our salespeople are in a hurry to go out to lunch. And uh, it's just incredible. And my question is, now there are some kids who go to summer school, right? So how do we know for sure on which days we can, you know, drive like a bat out of hell in those areas and which days we have to look out for the pigs waiting in the back, you know, with their radar? Yeah, driving right down, well, you have to drive down the middle of the road on our street because there are dogs and kids lying on, you know. We, we, a couple of years ago, we got rid of that. I ran a campaign. You should see what it used to be like out here. All these little puppies, and uh, there were dogs making puppies and people making puppies in the middle of the road. It was, it was like a jungle out here in the street. And I went nuts a couple nights, and finally, uh, you know, when we threatened to open up the wind's microwave, these people, uh, no, seriously, dogs were getting hit out here. It was disgraceful. And they finally got all their animals off the street, dogs and otherwise, and uh, things have been pretty quiet. But I notice, again, they're lapsing into the same old jazz again. And now we're starting to see little kids playing in the middle of the street and um, horrible things going on out there. Of course, I think a few of those people, some of the Haitians who marched here on Saturday, are lost and are still out here in Carroll City. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm not touching that one, Kyle. Let's go to Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes. Jim uh, Baker here this morning. How you doing? How you doing, Jim? <laughs> Good. Hey, I've got to say something really plus. I know it's going to break your heart. This is Bob McQuig here, Jim. How you doing? It's my new hours, my new show on WIOD. <laughs> Listen now, don't don't get heavy duty, but this is going to break your heart. But without that compadre of yours there, old Mr. I-95, you wouldn't be anything. I know. How did I ever survive 11 years without him? How did I, I ever get those it, big it's numbers It's a godsend. It's I know. a godsend. Yes, That's what I say. In fact, there are a lot of people in town praying about it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I don't like his tape uh, uh, laughter. I think his, his real, you know, <laughs> laughter is it. The moo-cow laughter is the top of the mark, first class. Yeah. Neil, hey, have a good vacation when you go, bud. Thank you. We'll see you later. Adios. Ah. Arrivederci. Okay, there he goes. That was Bob McQuig, who's going to be doing middays in IOD. It's 10 till noon at WINZ. We have an open line in Broward, and let's, uh, you know what I'm saying, 524-9400. Let's see it flash real quick, or you know the consequences. In fact, now we have another one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We have another one in Broward, and, of course, uh, that may be a little more than they can handle. It. Two open lines in Broward. Okay, how long should we give them? It's 29 seconds after. Give them about 15 seconds. Oh, boy, it took about two and a half seconds. Look at that. Okay, it's pretty obvious that, uh, oh, that was not a legitimate call? It's flashing again. Kyle is answering the phone. We'll give a little play-by-play -play on this. He's putting it on hold, putting the phone back in the cradle, and we can all rest easy again for another couple of minutes. Okay, let's take our last break of the hour, and we'll come back and uh, see what the verdict is. Okay, now, wait a minute. I've got to find the right sound effects because we have a major announcement coming up here in just a moment. <laughs> Okay, now that that was, <laughs> that was recorded yesterday at a uh, very important radio meeting in town. You hear all the radio, well, not just gossip, because it usually turns out to be true on this show. Now, if you want to open that very carefully for a limited time only, 
Kyle's checking his watch, checking the... He's got one of those, not second hands, but like hundreds of a second. <laughs> now, we want you to understand that we're not putting this uh, creature on the air here to um, participate in the show, Mm-mm. but he just is bringing more news. We Trying always... to recapture his old role on Gloves 94, <laughs> a gossip editor, or whatever it was that they called him. Yeah. Gossip okay. editor. That's okay, what let's was, uh, set this up now. Okay, that yeah. was taped at uh, 441 yesterday at a very important meeting at WNWS. And we always like to report on these important radio meetings. Exactly. We gave you first the new lineup at W Snooze before it happened. Yeah. We gave you the uh, departure of Mike Miller before it happened on the air. We told you that Sandy was in, uh, in limbo and litigation. Mm-hmm. All came Doing to the pass. limbo rock with Mike Anthony. Isn't it amazing how it all came true? Is it? Yeah, we were just hallucinating here, but our hallucinations seemed to come true. They denied it and denied it and yep. denied it. And sooner or later, it happened. Bingo. Yep. La Bamba, as Richie Valens would have said, if but he could be here to sing to us today. <laughs> Maybe we could get uh, Shirley MacLaine to get Richie Valens to sing a little later in the show. And the big bopper to do a little Chantilly Lace for Mike Thompson. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, they had this very major meeting over at W Snooze. And the uh, consultants were there and all yeah. the other uh, Gansamachers, uh, the big shots. That's right. Dennis Collins, the big guy, as mm-hmm. Lee Fowler calls him, the mm-hmm. big guy. Mm-hmm. It's not so big. I've seen it. And uh, what else? Well, you heard the uh, show that Alice did a couple of weeks ago where he was complaining about Mike Thompson, you know, was, was advocating that genocide. AIDS Genocide. Yeah, that AIDS victim should have a tattoo. Yeah, like he was on doing his wrist. William F. Buckley, let's yeah. uh, fry him routine. Let's yeah. put an A on their arm or something. Yeah. And this really upset well, Maybe Alice. we ought to put an A on one of Mike Thompson's <laughs> arms and an H on the other arm because uh, certainly those are the two appropriate initials. <laughs> oh, that's an Isn't idea. Isn't it interesting? A-H could be yeah. ass on one arm and hole on the other, or could be Adolf on one arm, and who knows what it might be on the other arm, right? H- Himmler. Just a, just a coincidence. It might be Hummel. Yeah, yeah, Hummel. <laughs> there you go. And thought about that. No, you haven't thought about that. Well, anyway, you know, uh, you you heard the show, and I heard the show one afternoon. I was riding home, <laughs> where Al was very upset that Mike uh, advocated this, and and Al called him a Nazi on the air many times, <laughs> right? So um, Mike is very upset that Al did that, and, no, and he burst in to the meeting. Burst, burst like a, uh, into the meeting. Kind of like a German shepherd in heat. <laughs> yeah, German shepherd. Yes. And they were screaming at each other about this. You know, that's what I hear. So I, I don't know. Uh, Al, of course, was talking about this on the air yesterday. So this is no secret, really. Yeah, they're you know. fighting uh, cats and dogs, if you pardon that expression. Yeah. Tooth and nail. Yeah. yeah. And as a matter of fact, uh, Mike didn't know it. But our Winds News team, never to be outdone, had a little hidden microphone in that meeting. Uh-huh. And when Mike burst in, <laughs> in the middle of that meeting, we have some of his intemperate remarks. Einkäufer. Wie viel kostet es? Zehn Mark. Haben Sie nichts anderes? Von derselben Sorte? <laughs> so there's just a little recording from yesterday's big powwow, or bow-wow, as the case may be, over at the W Snooze. Man, I'm telling you, this market is just to go into hell in a handbasket, isn't it? It really okay, is. Okay, shut his mic off immediately. Okay, uh, we're almost at the end of this hour. Let's get a call from Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I, now that you have songs dedicated to Bye Bye Bundy, the Michael Jackson song, I think we should have a song in the memory of... the. Bye-bye to Mike Miller. Like Happy Trails or 
you know, use your creativity. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, it's only fair, like you said many or, times. Wait a minute, wait a minute. stole a freight train. I had a great idea. Maybe we could have a, a short song that relates to Mike's ratings, okay? Well, you know... Should I give you a little sample? Maybe something like this. I think that fits. I think so, or perhaps something a little bit more peppy, or happy trails, Right, or, or maybe we could get Peppy Fields to record it. You know, I don't know. You, I mean, you're the, you're the, ma you're the maestro, so... Uh, I'll let you work on that, okay? Okay, we'll do it. We'll put our uh, ears together. All right, and also, what do you, what do you, you're a big baseball aficionado, right? Yeah. Don't you think that the major leagues recycle the same old talent over and over again? Over and over again. Well, what, don't you think that's the same thing in talk radio? Yeah, in this market, you bet. Well, that's why I'm glad that this Bob McQuig is getting a shot. He ought to be a breath of fresh air. Okay, good buddy. It's uh, the end of the hour. We're going to uh, pause, make way for Michael Wolf now, who's uh, sitting there in amazement, waiting for his favorite record, which is coming up right after the news. And then we'll come back, continue our little countdown. And uh, we do have one open line in Broward, which uh, I don't want to threaten the audience. 524-9400 or else. We make it our business to keep business people up on business. 94 News wins. W-I-N-Z, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. 94 News the Neil Rogers Show continues on WINZ. If you'd like to participate on today's program, you can call Neil on 624-9400 in Dade or 524-9400 in Broward. And now, here again, Neil Rogers. And now, a continuous Neil Rogers music suite. One song in a row. Three minutes of continuous music on 94 WINZ. other night somebody nearly cut me right off the road I decided it wasn't gonna do any good to get mad so I wrote a song about him instead it goes like this were you born an asshole or did you work at it your whole life either way it worked out fine cause you're an asshole tonight Yes, you're an A-S-S-H-O-L-E And don't you try to blame it on me You deserve all the credit You're an asshole tonight You were an asshole yesterday You're an asshole tonight and I've got a feeling
you're an asshole. She said, yes, I think you're right. And all your friends are assholes, cause you've known them your whole life. And somebody told me, you've got an special dedication on that from uh, Mike Wolf and all the people in the newsroom. They want to dedicate that to all the people who call the newsroom who want to speak to me, complain about me, all the people who call Kyle and give messages off the air, all the people who call a programming office with complaints, and to Gloria Brown. So uh, that's, you know, lumping all the good stuff in together. Okay, let's go back to the calls, and all the lines are lit up, which is a very promising sign. Otherwise, you know what? Pompano, hello. Uh-oh, uh-oh, somebody disappeared for lunch in Pompano. They're out to lunch in Pompano again. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hi, Neil. Hi. I'm glad to say that I'm none of the above. Okay. She just read off. Uh, this is a lección in Espanol. Um, let's see. Uh, it's silly, tonto, hill, loma, Glen Hill, tonto, Loma. <laughs> <laughs> so he has a new name. <laughs> now, I like Glenn. Tanta Loma? Tanto. You know, as in high silver, Tanto. Yeah, I was thinking Tanta might be a little better. Oh, all right. Well, whatever suits you. Uh, Tanto Loma. But I like Glenn in person. It's, it's a cackle box. And, and box is Kaha. In C-A-J-A, not like that man spelled it the other day. Yeah, right. Like, like I really know what I'm talking about here. Mm -hmm. You and me both. Uh, I have my Berlitz Spanish dictionary in front of me. Um, but, uh, no, I really I really like Glenn. I think he is, is nice, and I think it's nice to have some levity and some, some silly people and not be serious, and these people that take all this nonsense so seriously. Yeah, just a radio show, man. Some of these people, they have a nervous breakdown about I, all of this. I know, I know. Well, let's... So what if he does come in here and cackle and make a fool of himself, right? <laughs> well... And alienate my whole audience. I mean, you know, what's the big deal? I don't think he alienates the Could audience. be worse. They could be listening to Ron Sachs. Do you know that I finally turned him in because I, I, you're the only show I listen to. After you, look, the radio goes off. And I, uh, I've heard you talk about him so much, I finally turned over uh, yeah. to that station. How did you like it? Oh, my God. I, I don't know how you say nasal uh, in um, Espanol, but, oh, this man is not to be believed. And I know I have a nasal twang from the Middle West. I mean, I feel Yeah, like but there's a reason for it. What? You know why he sounds like that? Oh, why? I don't do my job as well when I'm constipated. That's the answer to the whole Ron Sachs problem. Constipado. Tell you one thing, if he ever has a good BM, man, we're all in a lot of trouble. It'll sound just like Walter Cronkite. Oh, please let me know so that I can leave town. All <laughs> right, my love. Thank you for playing that other, the, the song again. <laughs> oh, did you enjoy that, too? Yeah, of course. I taped it. I'm going to take that with me. Yeah, that's moving up the charts. It's number three with a bullet already. I would I would think so. I don't even think... Well, with the bullet... I, all right, I'm just not going to say anything. Okay. 
Okay. All right, thank Adios. you. Adios. Okay, see you later. Bye-bye. Hasta luego. 1214 at WINZ. There's an open line in Broward, 524-9400. Neil Rogers with you as we warm up the chair for Stan Major, who will be along from 2 to 6 this afternoon. Stan's going to have some out-of-work plumbers today. Uh, Bernard Barker, Barker and uh, what was the other guy's name? Martinez, right? Some of uh, Stan's favorites. Probably uh, Gordon Liddy will be stopping by. Some of uh, Stan's favorite plumbers. Hollywood, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Gotcha. How are you? Okay. Do you remember me? Do I remember? Yeah, I'm the one who had Muchacha Alicia. Oh, yeah. Buenos dias. Thank you. And I had told you when I spoke to you last week, I had a horse running Wednesday. And you, if you were sharp, would have been looking for the same owners and same trainer. Well, I wasn't out there Wednesday, so how sharp can oh, I, I be? I went to find you. Anyway, when you, the horse's name was, the horse is the one that won the 10th race. Oh, no. It only paid $37. Oh, no. It was only a $415 double. Oh, you $900 exacta. Yeah, well, that's not much. <laughs> Seriously. I when they get to be a couple of thousand, then I get nervous. And then that guy called yesterday and gave us... And that... you had a tip, I understand, in the same race. A horse by the name of uh, Something Heat, the favorite. Went off at $2 to uh, two, 2 to 1 in the same race as mine, so it made me kind of happy. I like to hear them tipping you on a horse. Oh, it was yesterday we had the tip. In oh, the 10th race. You had a tip Wednesday. Oh, did we? The 10th race, somebody called you. Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Well, we had another one in the 10th race yesterday, and he uh, was a desperate third. Oh, I know. With Charlie Hussey, right? You got it. Well, what can you do? I already had my winner with Charlie Hussey this year. I'm not going to press my luck. What? I said I already had my winner with Charlie Hussey this year. I'm not pressing my luck. Well, we've been lucky. We've, he's rode, you know, for us the two times we won with this horse. He won. But anyway. I know. We I were know. last coming in the stretch and won by five lengths. Boy. Seven wide. Can you imagine if Mike Gonzalez would have wrote him, you'd have won by 40 lengths. You write your own songs? Do I write my own songs? No. You that often, unfortunately. No. All the songs that I hear that you're playing, like the last one, after had a very good beat. It's easy to dance to. I gave it a number.